G'day and welcome to another episode of the Luke's Lowdown Podcast. Today, it's a special episode because I've got a guest. I've got a guest coming on the Luke's Lowdown Podcast and it's a good friend of mine, an extremely successful human being, Jeff Bamber. So I sat down with Jeff in a coffee shop, so you may hear a little bit of background noise, and wanted to talk to him about attitude, what it means to him, and how he tries to create this attitude for himself and also for his employees, and also as an athlete. So sit back, enjoy your run, enjoy your cycle, or whatever it is that you're doing right now, and enjoy the conversation with my good friend and amazing human, Jeff Bamber. Jeff, how are you? I'm really well, Luke. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. So we were just discussing that your background is in finance, hedge fund manager, and you're now being the CEO of Digby Fitness. That's right. Which is a premium indoor cycling and high intensity um, fitness studio. It's been going very well, and I love spending lots of time there. Thanks, Luke. And you're also an Ironman triathlete. Uh, so you've done a lot in your life. Yeah, I've, I've been lucky that, uh, that I've, I've been lots of places, done lots of really cool things. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been busy, but it's been really fun. Um, so been, certainly uh, had a lot of challenges along the way, but it's been, a, it's, it's been a, a good run. And you mentioned the word challenges, and I love that because I think challenges and attitude go hand in hand. So it's very easy when everything's going right in life and everything's going really perfectly. But then we get hit with a challenge and you've had a very wide and varying life so far and as you said, it it has been challenging. So what (laughs) happens when you get hit with a setback? Like how do you go about to say choosing an attitude to help you overcome that or move forward? I... I'm a guy who, who loves challenges. I love it when people say you can't do something. I love it when, when people say it, you know, it's impossible. It, uh, that, that gets the competitive fires and my belly stoked. And I, I love finding a way around, around problems. Um, I've been like that since I was, I was very young. I think that's just a cloth from which I'm cut. I'm a, a sports person by nature. So I love, uh, I, I love um, getting up for getting up for new challenges and, and, and to be honest uh, I'm it, lots of the things I end up getting um, motivated by I'm not necessarily naturally good at so Ironman you mentioned I've, I've done 11 Ironman races um, when I first when I did my first Ironman I'd never got in an open water swimming venue before it's the first time I'd ever sw- swam in open water apart from going for a swim in the sea basically but the first time I'd ever swam in a lake was the first time I raced an Ironman Ironman Bolton in, uh, in, in 2006 um, and it scared the life out of me at the time uh, and all honesty it wasn't a very sensible way to approach it but um, but but it was it was great fun I, I, I was a terrible swimmer I still am a terrible swimmer not really cut out for it um, I don't do Ironman because I'm the best I'm particularly naturally gifted I've got no particular background in in running swimming or, or, or biking I just really love the challenge of of, of Ironman racing, um, but for me, you know, you know, attitude is all about. You know, it's about problem solving for me. It's about finding ways round, round the issues that you that you've got. Whether that's in business, whether it's in sports and in life in general, it's about 
finding your endpoint and plotting a path to, to get around the, the, the obstacles that are put in front of you. Um, there are, everyone faces challenges in their own life. Um, it's, it's how you deal with that that, that defines you. It's how you, how, you, how you plot your way around that, that, uh, that, that obstacle that defines whether you're successful in the end in meeting the, in meeting the challenges and overcoming the hurdles or, or, or whether you, it just proves enough, uh, it's enough for you just to say, oh, well, I gave it a shot and uh, you know, I'm gonna take a step back. Um, I'm just, I'm very stubborn. I, I think that, uh, you know, most things in life are possible if you want to, if you really want it. Um, and that's where attitude comes in, absolutely critical. So let's make it very black and white, good attitude and bad attitude, okay? Yes, I, I totally appreciate that there's a lot of uh, varying degrees of grey in between that. But as you said, like you're stubborn, you like being, you, you get motivated by people saying that you can't do this, things yeah. like that, and I've seen it in your own life as well. Um, but let's make it black and white, that, that good and bad attitude. How do you go about, when you're faced with a challenge or faced with someone saying that you can't do this, how do you go about choosing between a good and or a bad? For me, when it comes to, you know, a good attitude is about finding the yes. It's about finding this is, this is the right way forward. A bad attitude is about finding the no's, finding the reasons that you shouldn't do something. That's not to say that you know, whenever you're deciding to take something on, of course you need to risk assess, of course you need to figure out whether something is a sensible risk or not. But most, most overwhelming problems in life are only overwhelming because the task seems so damned enormous that you can't do it. But, but actually, if you break anything down, it's a series of steps. It's about breaking it down into stages and individual bite-sized pieces that get you to your end goal. And that's, that's where a good attitude can be really helpful, is figuring out, okay, you know, to get from A to B, how do, I, how do I do that? If someone just takes someone who's never done 100 meters before and says, go run 9.6, of course they're not gonna, not gonna be able to go do it. And someone will have said that to Usain Bolt at some point in his life. Mm. Um, you, know, you know, you can run 9.6 someday. And when he was an eight-year-old kid running 13 seconds for 100 meters, that would obviously have seemed impossible. But actually, if you break it down year by year, step by step, you can make those incredible goals achievable. It's the same with climbing a mountain or doing an Ironman. Anyone, you know, anyone who's new to sport to, um, looks at what an Ironman is or you know, some of the stuff that you've done in your life, Luke, and says, go, go swim nearly four kilometers, ride, ride 180 and run a marathon at the end of all of that. It seems utterly ridiculous when, when you put it down on paper if you've never done something like that before. But to get from where you are as an, any random individual to completing Ironman, it's entirely feasible if you break down the training steps and say, okay, this is how we're gonna get you from here to there. It's just that the difference between where you are today and your goal uh, is so vast that it doesn't seem achievable. In the same way that if you looked at Mount Everest and said, I'm, go I'm, gonna, come from, I'm gonna come from sea level today, I'm gonna go climb Mount Everest, that seems utterly implausible. But actually, if you break it down into a 90-day expedition and, and all of the individual steps along the way, it's suddenly achievable. That, that for me, is about breaking down the steps. That's where good attitude comes in. 
and bad attitude is just looking at the delta between where you are today and what, what your goal is and saying, you know what, that's just not feasible. And I feel like that people that do that will, if they go, well, that big goal is it climbing Everest is, is too big, to make themselves feel better about themselves, they'll go, actually, I'm gonna create excuses. Hmm. Create excuses to make myself feel better so I don't have that positive attitude. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna prepare to do the work to take the steps to achieve the goal that's yeah. so big. Instead of, I look at it as a, as a negative or, or a bad attitude, hmm. phrase it however you want, that they'll start to actually make excuses so they can feel better. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right because when you when you break it, when you break down a big goal, it's a series of small steps. There's nothing stopping you going going out. Uh, let's say you want to run a marathon. Uh, there's nothing stopping you going out and running 5k today in your first training run. If you go start with your first training run of 5k and build that up to 6k and 7k, you can see how you can very very quickly over a period of months get to be uh, to run a marathon and if you actually said you actually said to someone uh, you know wh why aren't you going out and doing your 5k it's just an excuse it's not that it's not that big a time out of their day it's not you know mm. the, 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 most people can free up 30 40 minutes whatever it takes to go and to go and ride, run five kilometers uh, so that individual small goal is an excuse it's just only when it aggregates to become a big goal. It doesn't seem like an excuse. It feels like, oh, it was just too big a goal, and people, people, you know, create a comfort blanket for, um, for, for finding, finding an overall reason not to, not to, not to take on mm. the big monumental challenge that's life changing and defining. Um, but actually, if you broke that life life changing goal down into the series of steps, and then you said, what's your excuse for not going out and achieving the first of those steps? That seems pathetic, actually. Um, you know, that, that one step, it's not, a big, it's not a big goal, it's not a big achievement, but it is absolutely critical to get where you want to be. You know, and so making each individual step feel manageable enough that it seems, it seems silly not to go and attempt it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where good attitude is important and that's where I think it becomes very easy to say, to define you know you've you've got a bad attitude to this because actually all you need to do is go out and do this you know do go out and do this one small thing um, and that puts you on the road it's your first step on on the route to your to your target and this you know this is this is the case in all of life um, it's the case in business you know, if people go and uh, you said you said I, I want to go out and build the world's largest computer company. If you'd said that to, to Bill Gates or you'd said that to, to Steve Jobs back back in the day, of course, it would have seemed preposterous no. that they would have built a company that's worth half a billion, uh, sorry, half a trillion dollars, beg your pardon. But of course, you'd break it down into individual goals. First, I'm gonna build this, first, and then I'm gonna build that. And, you know, then each step seems definable, manageable, achievable, but it's all, it's all necessary to get to the, to the end state. It's just having the vision to realize that those are the steps you need to take to, to get where you want to go. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's also taking responsibility yeah. in, your, in, your, in your attitude. That's what we're talking about. So, you know, we all, there's no one else that chooses our attitude except us. You know, I always like to say, especially in the UK, that the weather's not optimal, let, let's say, for most yeah. people's likings. And 
you see it when it's raining and everyone's grumpy. And you see when it's super hot, like for the UK, it's like 25 degrees, everyone's complaining it's too hot. So whether it's raining and cold or hot and sticky, people are complaining about the weather. But it's something that's not in their control. So they're focusing on something that they, they have no outcome over and they're having this sort of negative attitude to, uh, towards that. So I feel like that we are the holders of our attitude and that we need to take responsibility for that. So we've talked a little bit about running a marathon and breaking it down into the goal setting to doing the 5Ks and this and that, whatever, and we just touched on it with your business. So you're the CEO of a, a multi-location uh, studio and you've got quite a few staff members underneath you. So how, how do you try and install this frame of mind in terms of you know, choosing the right attitude to your team members? You know, I think in, in small companies, culture is extremely important. Uh, we're still, you know, we have we have a lot of staff, people in the wider team now, because a lot of our instructors are, are freelance. A lot of our staff members are not necessarily full time, but the team itself, because there's a, there's a large number, but the actual head office team is relatively small. But culture is a, is an extremely important thing when you're when you're trying to embed attitude. Uh, in any in any company, uh, and it's it's got to be led top down. It's got to be um, you know, people take the lead from 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 those from those around them. You can write all you like in a in a brand book or in a bible of some kind, but at the end of the day, words don't really matter. It's behaviours that that, you know, that, 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 that matter um, when when developing that kind of attitude. I, I just like to personally, as a personal preference, I just like to get my hands dirty. I like to be uh, you know, I, I live, we live and breathe our product, Kiefer and I, we live and breathe our product. Um, we really care passionately about that. We, we, we try and um, instill that same level of passion in, in our staff, um, in, our, in our team. Uh, we try and we, we, we try and just really engage with everyone from, um, for, from people uh, who might only work a two hour shift for us once a week all the way up to, all the, way up to the, the, the head office team. Um, and create that, you know, create an internal community that ends up dissipating um, to, to our customers. You know, Digme as a as a brand is all about attitude. When you think about it, um, the reason that it's called Digme Fitness is because um, Digme Beach was what inspired Kiefer to take up Ironman triathlon. So up until that point, she'd been a marathon runner, an ultra marathon runner, and going to Digme Beach in Hawaii and seeing and meeting the amazing people at Digme Beach. Um, who, you know, if you talk about attitude, you'll never meet better, better folk than, 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 than you meet at Digme because the stories that you hear, the, the obstacles that people have overcome are just extraordinary. And being at Digme was the thing that inspired her to, 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 to take, up, take up Try and ultimately do an Ironman. Uh, and um, so, to, you know, it, it's literally part of our name. It's literally part of our fabric. Is having having a great attitude, and it's trying to inspire people to achieve things that they might not have ne even necessarily thought of, or, or thought were always out of their reach. Um, 
and by doing that, by, by breaking it down, workout by workout, week by week, into something that, uh, that, 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 that once you do, uh, once you do a series of them on an ongoing basis, actually, you know, the, the, the goals become, you know, right, right there, right, mm. uh, very touchable, and that 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 permeates our customers, that permeates our our team members. Um, I feel like that's the thing that binds. Digme together. That's a fabric of Digme. Is really having a good attitude to to you know, take control of of the things that you can control, taking control of your own life and achieving what you want to achieve. So it's not only the way that you view or the way that you think, but it's also, as you said, your behaviour. Yeah. So it's a combination of uh, the way that you think and also your behaviour. That when combined, you can create uh, the the most effective most efficient and most effective attitude within the business. Yeah. Is that about right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it, you, your mental attitude is, is incredibly important. Ultimately, that's what that sort of drives your, your physical behaviours. But of course, you know, other people need to see, yeah, other, other people need, if you're in a leadership position, other people need to see that, that um, you have a good attitude as well. It's not only about having it, but it's also being seen to have it. Um, so visibility is, is definitely important, um, if it, you know, for sure. Um, cool. I reckon that's a perfect time to finish. So guys, what we learned from Jeff today was that attitude is about the mental attitude as well as the visual, i.e. the way that you act within your team and also in your own life. So I hope that you can take this away and use it in your everyday life so you can continue to grow and become the best version of yourself. So team, what did you think? Jeff's got some amazing insights, had a fantastic life journey so far, and I hope you all got something out of it. I hope it gave you something to think about in your everyday life, in your professional life, your personal life, and even if you're an athlete. Jeff's a wise man, and his good friend, and I hope that everyone enjoyed that episode as much as I did chatting with him as well. So everyone here at the Luke Slowdown podcast, remember, subscribe to the Luke Slowdown. Why? Because you get told, you get notified when I drop a new episode before anyone else. That's right, people who subscribe are the special ones, the chosen ones even. So definitely subscribe to the Luke Slowdown podcast. Remember, if you find value in any of the episodes, share it with your friends, tell your mum about it, and I just have gratitude for you all for taking the time to tune in to another episode of the Luke's Lowdown podcast. So until next week, everyone, keep it real, be real, and be you. Thank you.